Welcome again to the Composer Chris Cast. Today I'll be talking to my old friend Chris O'Hara. Chris is a professional trumpet player, a doctoral student at the University of Illinois, and like myself, a lifelong John Williams fan. He and I have talked over the years about the influence and impact on John Williams and his music on our career choices, and with the recent announcement that Williams will be likely stepping away from film music, I thought this was a great time to check in with my friend and just talk a bit about the movie Maestro. So, here is my chat with my old friend Chris O'Hara. My old buddy, going all the way back to high school, Chris O'Hara. My friend, always a pleasure to see you and talk to you. Good to see you. It's, it's, it's been, what, weeks? Yeah, it's been, <laughs> yeah, strangely, yeah. I was lucky enough to be back home in the motherland a couple weeks ago and uh, glad we were able to grab some coffee and, and chat. Um, so, yeah, uh, Chris and I have been friends since uh, junior high, uh, going back to like 1990 and uh long time long time one of my oldest friends and one of my few friends that uh went into music as i did and so it's been fun to kind of uh watch each other literally watch each other grow up and get into our uh, our different uh, career paths in music so thanks so much for being on my my little podcast my and, pleasure uh, and uh, as soon as I heard that uh, John Williams was retiring from film music, I knew I wanted to talk to you about him because uh, we, have, we have both talked about the impact he had on our um, musical paths and instrument choices, as we're both <laughs> trumpet players. So, uh, but before we get into that specifically, can you just kind of say, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. So my name is Chris O'Hara. Um, I am the uh, trumpet professor at Elmhurst University and Concordia University, Chicago. Um, in addition to teaching and things that I do with that, I also perform uh, with the Alliance Brass, I'm a founding member of that group, and the Illumin Trio, both uh, award-winning ensembles, I'm happy to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, before that, I was a founding member of the Synergy Brass Quintet. A lot of people still uh, still remember me from that ensemble, and that's uh, that was that was a fun time. So I've I've had a a pretty fantastic career, traveling, playing, teaching. It's uh, it's good stuff. I can't I can't complain. Yes, yeah, and um, you are a uh, ABD uh, trumpet performance. Yes, is that right? Yep. That is correct. Yeah, Woot! I was actually just before we we got on here, I was uh, I was working, I was typing away at my on my dissertation. We're awesome. And I owe you some things for that soon. I'm <laughs> about uh, 22,000 words at the moment. So keep, oh, keep plugging Oh away. my gosh. Oh. And that is at the for the University of Illinois. That's uh, at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. Yes. A fine institution. Yes. Very fine institution. Yeah. Well, best of luck of course as you wrap that up. Um so John Williams is stepping away from film music and he's 90. So that makes sense, <laughs> you know, but if anyone's deserve deserves a break, it's him. Yeah. It's, I don't, have you felt sad about like, I've been surprised how really 
sad I felt just I guess just the reality that you know he's 90 and it's probably not gonna be that long before we have another retrospective on John Williams life and and career but uh I mean this is yeah I will cross that well but you know at, at the same time um Doc Severinsen turned 95 today. Yes, I saw that. And and he's still performing and like he works out every day and like he may as well be 25. So (laughs) who knows? Yeah, you're true. You never know. You never know. Uh, But he has made uh, hints that uh, the uh, film music side of his career is wrapping up. And uh, I suspect he'll always be writing something until uh, he's no longer here but uh it it does seem like the last indiana jones movie is his final uh soundtrack just based on uh stuff that that has come out although i i think i did hear that there's another spielberg movie that um, he's working on right now as well so maybe there's two um well it is kind of fitting that if if he is going to be done and and that is incredibly sad but if he is going to be be concluding things that he's doing it working with Spielberg yeah. and and George Lucas uh, with you know, Indiana Jones because I mean that's really where things took off for him I mean right. he got Star Wars because Spielberg had used him for Jaws and recommended mm-hmm. him to George Lucas and and then all the amazing things that came yeah. from there. So yada yada yada. Here we are today. Yeah. Full circle. It kind of <laughs> makes sense. True. Yeah, that is. There's some nice uh, symmetry uh, to that, I suppose. So, uh, what's what is the impact of John Williams' music on you personally? I've talked a little bit about myself in the past, and we've got some similarities on that. But like, what would it, what is it for you? <laughs> the John Williams music for me is why I do what I do. Mm. It's it's why I'm a trumpet player. It's why I'm a musician, in part. Um, you know, the the first things that that really got me excited about about music and about trumpet um, were when I was when I was young. You know, we had some family friends, and they had a son who was. Uh, who was much older than me at the time, still is much older than me. <laughs> Funny um, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a trumpet player and he loved Star Wars and he would he would play the Star Wars theme for me, um, oh. you know, when we would have little family visits. Uh, and just the, the sound and the, the music really got me hooked. Um, I, I, I've always been a Star Wars fan, so... Um, you know the the use of of brass and and trumpet specifically is is incredible in in John Williams music and that really just it, it drove me to to want to do that to want to make those sounds um i remember one of the the first pieces of music that i i actually sought out to play, you know, not something that, you know, a teacher gave me or whatever, but the, one of the first things that I actually tried to find was the Imperial March. Mm. So the first thing that I tried to actually, I wanted to be able to do that. Um, and what's really fun is uh, on 
Alliance Brass's latest uh, album on tour, Volume Two, we actually did arrangements of some of the the pieces from the orchestral suite from Star Wars. So I got to not only I've not only been performing it for the past couple of years on tour, um, or the past couple of years that we've been able to tour, right? Um, right. <laughs> getting to play that in front of audiences and you know with some of my four, you know, best friends and, and musical colleagues, but. Um, but we also got to record it, so it's on the album now too, and Ooh. that's just—it's just really, you know, it's—it's it's why I do what I do. Yeah, I'm finally able to to take that music that inspired me to to do this, and to really take that out in in the genre and the the medium that I do, which is brass quintet primarily. Did you arrange it for uh, for your quintet? I did. Yes. Fantastic. That's another thing you could say is that uh, inspired you to create music of your own it, uh, it did well not necessarily music of my own but to to make music that others did and to make it my own gotcha. so i'm not uh, definitely not the composer i'll leave that to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, will, uh, I will definitely take stuff that that excites me and that's what i that's one of the things i do in um in alliance brass and i did in in synergy brass was we pr primarily perform arrangements and transcriptions of music so we only play stuff that we love and if someone suggests hey let's play this then you know i go out and find it and arrange it for the, the quintet and that's what we do nice and uh, that's that else you know again back to to you know johnny because he was he started his career as an arranger yes and um you know doing stuff and a lot of the the music that he wrote you know a lot of the stuff that, that we know and love as john williams themes are you know heavily inspired by other classical pieces so he kind of took some of those ideas and brought them into his own and and all of that as well and it's um that's one of the reasons this music's so so good I mean, what's the what's the quote um good composers borrow great composers steal yeah, something like that. I think I've seen that attributed to uh, Stravinsky. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. The more full circle there, right? So, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite, yeah. So, uh, about that, what do you do with the criticism sometimes leveled against him in how he would borrow um, not necessarily musical uh, melodies or, or, or stuff like that, but just maybe sounds, you know, he, he takes, he's taken a lot of heat from critics and academics over the years as not being, you know, a real composer that he just kind of steals stuff. Like, what do you say about that? I have, I have thoughts, but I'd love to hear what, uh, what you have to say about that. I mean, every composer throughout history has done exactly that. I mean, there <laughs> are so many pieces that, are that Bach wrote that are actually Vivaldi or, you know, Telemann or somebody else. And, you know, Bach just reharmonized it or rearranged it for something else. Um, in fact, that's, that's how Bach learned how to compose was by transcribing mm. other people's compositions. So it's not like this is a new thing that's happening <laughs> in music. This has been happening all, all throughout history. I mean, you know, you could argue that Handel didn't write nearly as many pieces as we say he did. He just took this one thing that he did and threw it around a lot. But I mean, he, you know, but it's good music. And that's the thing. 
if if you take music if you're inspired by something and you create something that is similar but uniquely your own it's still uniquely your own and while a lot of the those ideas um that williams uses and those those concepts um yes maybe they are inspired by other pieces uh we know that um george lucas when he was writing star wars would write to music and he took that music those musical inspirations that he was using and he gave it to john williams and said this is what i was using i would like something kind of along these lines so but even even though and we know what some of those pieces are and we know the things that he was listening to and how you can see how they are reflected in what john williams came up with but the themes and the melodies that he uses are uniquely his. So I, I don't think it's a very fair criticism on that front. Um, honestly, I think, uh, I think in, in the long run, John Williams will be remembered as one of the greatest composers of this time. Mm. Um, you know, when you look at, you look at the music, let's you know, use Star Wars as an example. Star Wars is extremely operatic. Um, yes, the main title it, it's it's an opera overture. You know, mm -hmm. you get little little tidbits of light motif, which he mm -hmm. uses all he uses in a lot of his movies, um, but really to great effect in in Star Wars. In fact, Star Wars is a space opera. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the way it was it was delivered. And he wrote music for it in that way. So when you look at it and you think about it in that way, movies are, are it's theater. And so much of the incidental music that we have, you'll think of you know, Mendelssohn or you know, any, any composer, they were writing incidental music for like operas and theaters and all kinds of stuff. Verity, you know, all these guys. Um, it's the same thing. You know, there might not be singing, <laughs> but that doesn't make the music any less. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the, yeah. the musical contribution to the, the successes of those theatrical cinematic productions any less either. Yeah, you know, it, there are composers throughout history that were maybe not uh, innovative, but what they did, they did so well like you mentioned Mendelssohn a minute ago and he's someone that people love and the older I get the more I appreciate his music and the more I hear other musicians uh, say how much they they really like his music but he wasn't particularly innovative at all you know um or was he particularly well known in his time even Bach to an extent yeah. like Bach was seen as old fogey you know <laughs> doing yeah, that old Mendelssohn, wasn't Mendelssohn kind of instrumental in bringing yes. Bach back in yeah he was yes mm -hmm. yeah uh a more recent example for me I love Samuel Barber's music but he gets maybe like a, a sentence or a paragraph in music history books you know because he wasn't, you know, innovative. He wasn't carving out this new style. But man, when you listen to what he does with melodic and motivic development, it's stunning how good it is. Well, and I, uh, I've seen his music kind of become more, more prominent even in you know our lifetime. Just as people 
seem to realize, you know, Barbara was actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, maybe a similar thing with, uh, with uh, Williams in the sense that he's not seen as innovative. So a lot of people come down on him from like academic circles and critics, you know, because, oh, he's just kind of rehashing what's, what's already been done. But if it's not that special, how come no one else does it? You know? <laughs> well, no and, and the, the other side of it is, you know, talking about Barber, ask anyone on the street to hum a piece by Barber. Good luck. <laughs> ask them to name, you know, to, to hum anything by John Williams, and I guarantee they'll know something. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Is, is it going to be Star Wars or is it going to be Jaws? Probably one of those two, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on how they, they feel about their singing skills, they might just do Jaws because oh. it seems to be the easier one. Or if you if you go to the beach, if you go to the Atlantic Ocean and just start going bump, 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 people are going to freak out and, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm going water. to Cape Cod in, in, in just a little bit, and I'm I'm looking forward to being there thinking, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Get out of the water. Yeah. All right, so we've talked about Star Wars a little bit. What other um, Williams soundtracks have really, uh, uh, have you really enjoyed or meant something to you? Or maybe some of, we, maybe we could mention his concert music too. He has written a lot of concert music, but... Uh, um yeah what else uh what else in addition to star wars has been uh, if anything <laughs> that's, that's a hard one that's yeah. like what else i mean well everything um yeah. things that that really like off the top of my head um the original jurassic park mm. um mm-hmm. like I, I remember being in the theater watching that movie and um I think someone was saying something to me. They were, you know, commenting about something in the film, and uh, that scene where the helicopter is lifting up by the the, the waterfall, and there's that beautiful mm-hmm. melody and the trumpets and the, all that. And I just said, "Shh, right." That <laughs> back and enjoyed. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so that's that's a great one. Um, but even some of the, like some of the ones that uh, you know, like Home Alone. Like such great stuff in that. Some some beautiful melodies, some great great writing in that. Um, Schindler's List is is an incredible score and just achingly beautiful. And mm. Like those off the top of my head, those are some of my favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't go wrong with the original Superman either. Yeah, I you know to me that like Star Wars is its own thing you know its own category uh superman is definitely one for me i think that may have been the thing that made me want to play trumpet was superman just because it's loud and boisterous (laughs) like myself you know (laughs) um and i've always i loved superman since before i can remember um so uh, maybe it's a chicken and the egg thing then superman Williams trumpet, I don't know, whatever. Um, that was a big one for me, and also really the the soundtrack that made me want to get into composing was Hook, which um, is a is a really good score, but not really one people think of 
all the time. You know, uh, I was I was actually thinking about saying hook. Hmm. Um, as as far as like powerful things that really grabbed me, it, it's not in the same like visceral way that mm-hmm. like Schindler's List or Superman or Jurassic Park or any of those. Um, but yeah, just the, that um, uh, that the, the the qualities he gets in Hook, and just the way it adds to the movie and all all of it's just and again this is one of the things that he is so good at you know we we talk about you know jaws Mm -hmm. and that simple uh, incredibly simple thing but everybody knows it Mm -hmm. and it the the impending like threat and menace from two notes yeah (laughs) it's it's brilliant and um I saw a thing, this was, you know, years ago, because, you know, they were, they were celebrating the career of, and this was probably in the nineties, um, when they, they play that he was, cause he had been, uh, the principal conductor of the Boston pops. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, with the Boston pops and they showed a scene from jaws mm. without the music. And then they showed with the music and <laughs> it, it's, those movies i'm 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 willing to go on record as saying that all of the movies that he composed for would not have been even remotely as successful as they were without his score yeah uh i i think lucas has uh said something that affects spielberg too i know that they both have and uh yeah it's fortunate that for us as musicians that he got to work on the films that he did. Indiana Jones, another one. I mean, it's one of the great melodies in movie history, too. So, or even Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like broomsticks don't fly. You know, lightsabers <laughs> aren't interesting. You know, sharks mm-hmm. are just big fish. Yeah. You know, without without those those John Williams melodies and yeah, it, it takes the magic out. Yeah, for me with Hook. Um, I remember seeing the movie, I bought the soundtrack and listened to the soundtrack again, 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 again. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Then when I saw the movie again, it real I realized that uh, I had created in my mind a better movie than the film actually was because of the music. Does that make sense? Like when I saw it the second time, Absolutely. I was like, yeah, this is kind of, I don't know. Um, but I that was the first moment for me where I realized just how powerful music can be in creating uh, images in your mind. And, and uh, that, that was the first time that I thought, hmm, I think I'd like to try that. I'd like to see if I could do something like that. So, Well, and that's, man, as musicians, like I, I'm constantly talking with my students and, and trying to do it myself is like, that's our job is to communicate, is to to tell stories and when you have good music it's so much easier to do it's so much easier to tell that story to to think of what that story could be you know like you're saying you're listening to the the hook soundtrack mm-hmm. and like you're you're imagining perhaps a better movie than than was actually made <laughs> yeah. um i don't give me i love that movie it's great movie. oh sure yeah absolutely but you know it's the it goes back to uh to et right mm-hmm. where um spielberg remade the last 
several minutes of the movie because he felt that what he made didn't live up to what Williams wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, isn't that where they, uh, they just shut off the film, recorded the music and then went back and re-edited the film too. Yeah. That, that way the music had a more organic flow and feel to it, I think was the, the argument that I heard. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I mean, you, you don't hear that with uh, um, even, even a lot of Williams soundtracks, you hear them cut it up at times when you uh, are really paying attention to the movie. But yeah, that's an instance where they just, Spielberg said, you know what, just play it. We'll stick the picture with it later. That's, that's rare, but I mean, look at how that ending paid off, man. Oh. Well, E.T. is another just fun example of, of his, um, his creativity and just like his, his sense of fun as well, because there's that scene where, you know, it's Halloween and they're walking down the street and a kid walks by dressed as Yoda. And so you get the force theme, you know, (laughs) for a moment. So like he even gets to bring his own stuff in and it's, it's, it's fun and it's playful and he always captures the the mood so well. Um, Going outside of film stuff for a second, what would be some non- film things or concert stuff that Williams has done that maybe people should check out that you think are worthy of, uh, Hey, you know, get another look at uh, something by John Williams. Well, um, I'll be completely honest with you on this one. Please do. Um, His more um, concert music is a little less my cup of tea. Hmm. Um, He wrote a trumpet concerto. Yes. Um, and it is extremely difficult. Um, actually, the, they recently, um, in the past few years, uh, he rewrote some of it, and it was you know re-released by Thomas Hutton. Um, and it's definitely better. It's definitely better. Still not something that I would necessarily perform on a, a, oh, a regular basis. Okay. Um, but again, it's 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 not it's not bad. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just it's. But again, and this is a uh, this is another thing you you were talking about, like the academic versus you know popular yes. opinions yeah. and all that. And I wonder if Williams tries to be too academic in some of those more concert pieces, Whoa. just to to appease some of those critics. Uh. Saying, oh, see, look, I can do this also. Um, and he, I mean, he does it, and he does it, he does it well. Um, I just don't think to the same level as as his film music. And I mean, personally, the thing that I would love to see is I would love to see him write in the style of his movie music, but for orchestra only. Mm. Like, so not at you know for uh, um, for any particular film or anything like that but but keeping with those those styles and the that tonal language that he's developed over the years and all of that but just for concert music instead Mm. of trying to do the academic Mm. thing yeah that's interesting to uh to compare those with his film stuff and yeah maybe you're right maybe there's a sense of i have to you know prove myself or demonstrate that I'm more than just a film composer. I'm using quotes, air quotes here for 
people that can't uh, see. But yeah, that that'd be interesting to pick his brain about. Yeah. Uh, what about stuff that's uh, like the Olympic stuff that he's done, or uh, um, commissions for more popular audiences? Like his, I, I listened to his Liberty Fanfare with just coming out of Independence Day uh, weekend, and uh, I was you say, know, he didn't write Independence Day. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's. That's more in his film music sound, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, all of that stuff. Um, the Summon the Heroes and the, the Olympic yeah. fanfare theme and uh, the Liberty fanfare, like all of that stuff. Again, yeah, very much in this, the style of his theatrical compositions and, again, wildly successful. Yeah. You know, even... Um, Oh, did he? He did the NBC News theme too, right? Yes, in the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, that they still use at least chunks of today. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I. You'll wonder if uh, orchestras are kind of catching on, or why is it actually? We have evidence that they are like doing uh, more orchestras are doing film music on concerts and stuff like that. And I saw that uh, the Chicago Symphony just last weekend did the Return of the Jedi score with the film. With the film. The Chicago Symphony. Like one of the most hoity-toity orchestras out there is doing John Williams film music for uh, a concert series or a whole weekend. I mean, that's remarkable. That 20 years ago, that doesn't happen. I 10 years ago, I don't think that happens. That's true. And so... When you think about that, the 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 various um, things that are being done like that, and that are that's been happening a lot over the past you know several years. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing a lot of orchestras bring you know bringing in they'll, they'll they'll perform the movie and or play the movie and perform the music live. Um, and you're seeing a lot more of that, and one of the, and you are seeing a lot of John Williams. Mm. There's not a whole lot of others in that category i mean you you get uh west side story mm-hmm. you know that gets done um i think they did some uh lord of the rings stuff but primarily what you're seeing is john williams yeah yeah that says something doesn't it <laughs> yeah. um, well my friend hey thanks so much for jumping on and talking about this like i said as soon as i read that uh that uh, he was wrapping up his film music career. I said, I got to talk to my old buddy about this since we've, uh... there was a time in high school, we were working on a John Williams medley together. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> we yeah. never, we never finished that. Maybe We never finished that. No. no. no Maybe you, you can work that we, into your we, dissertation. We had to finish <laughs> doing all the parts for your, your piece. That That's we right. Yes, you time. did. You helped me. Uh, orchestrate and uh, finish my very first composition that uh, our high school band played. So, yeah. yeah. Someday I'll send you a check for that. Someday. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, sir, for talking to me. I hope you have a, a good rest of your day and best of luck finishing that dissertation. Well, and I'll say to any of the, the trumpet players who might be listening, just remember, anytime there's a an all-Williams program, you need ibuprofen and you need an assistant <laughs> in that order yeah. right, yep. 
All right. Talk to you later, my friend. Take care.